The successful warrior is the average man with laser-like focus. Why focus is the key to building an exceptional life and how the opposite of focus, distraction and shallowness is going to lead you down a life path that you don't probably want. Today, I'm going to give you some tips for how to think about your life, how to think about focus, how to say no, what focus really is, what we're talking about here, and how if you don't choose your life and you choose what you let into your life, if you don't choose to focus and you let those around you or technology or the news or even your social group, if you let them choose for you, a lot of times you're going to end up with a life that is not fulfilling. And you could spend years following this path, not even aware of it. And then before you know it, midlife crisis, you don't like who you are, you're not content with the relationship you're in, you don't have financial security or the financial situation that you would have hoped for, and on it goes. But there is a way out, and it starts with focus. And we're back for another Shut Up No One Cares, Get Back to Work podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert, the Wild CEO. Today's show is about big ideas, 10 minutes or less, first principles that are going to stand the test of time to help you become a better human. Let's get right into it. The way to live an extraordinary life is going to come down to what you focus on. After all, your life is a series of moments, and every moment, you're either focused, you're enjoying the moment, you're in the now, you've heard about it before. It's what meditation is supposed to do. It's what mindfulness is. And Eastern philosophy aside, this really is the core key idea for a good life. And it starts with choosing, choosing what you focus on. Rather than letting the world choose for you, or going from whim to whim to whim, or shallowness to shallowness to shallowness, That's how you end up with a life that you didn't plan for with no direction, like a leaf blowing in the wind. The flip side, to make decisions for yourself, to set goals, to build the life that you want is going to come down to what you focus on. And then even when you achieve a certain level of success, whether you enjoy it or not, whether you're in the moment and you're focused on things that matter to you and you have a deep, meaningful life is going to, again, be based on what you focus on. So it starts with a fundamental mindset shift. I want you to think about the things in your life and how you're spending your time. And are they really contributing? Or worse, are they detracting from your happiness, your fulfillment, your mental state? The gossip you engaged in, the negativity that's around you from maybe friends, peer groups, coworkers, employees, bosses, family members even. If you don't take a conscious effort to curate these things, mitigate these things, and in some cases, if you can't completely eliminate them, you can at least remove yourself from them as best as possible. If you don't have a conscious choice every day, of what you're going to spend your time on, what you're going to focus on, what you're going to let into your life, then others are going to choose for you. And like I said, you're going to end up with a life that is probably not the life you want. The first thing is choice. You have to understand your values. You got to think about what you really want in your life. How do you want to spend your time? What are you saying yes to? And then only... Okay, then just put petting at it and assign it to me and assign it to fix. Okay. Okay. Perfect example. Somebody else chose for me when really I would have preferred to not get a phone call for that. I would have preferred to have that sent to me through Asana and then I can deal with it when I'm batching my shallow work. She's pretty much the only person that I let through that way. Almost everything else I'll ignore, but I should have had my phone off anyway. So it would have been an easy decision. I'm also going to talk to her about saving those things so that I can batch them and not interrupting me because my mornings are my creative work and I want to be in the clearest peace of mind and mental state to be able to focus. That's just a distraction. It's not malicious or nefarious or anything she's doing. She's trying to help. She's doing work for me. But I have to have some standards and, and, and then communicate those to her so that she knows just to not do that. It's very simple. you know. And I shouldn't get impatient or get angry at her until I've set those standards. And I've been lax with setting those standards. It's actually on my to-do list to figure it out. Uh, we've built a few other systems with some of these routines with this daily show. And I need to 
kind of reiterate about my morning routine and probably just need to keep my phone off, really. So that's a good example. If I don't make the decision to curate my mornings, which are around a certain theme of focus and my creative work, then others will choose for me either on purpose, accident, happenstance, whatever. I have to build my routine, my rules, and then I have to protect it because that's my choice for the goals I'm trying to achieve and what I'm trying to do. And when you curate your life this way and you build it and you have systems and routines and you protect them, the rest of the world will just fill in the gaps. A lot of people might feel guilty about doing this or maybe some shame or that they shouldn't or they should always be on demand or available or whatever. And that's completely and utterly preposterous and nonsense, just BS. We used to just have phones where you'd have them at home and someone would call you and leave a voicemail and then you'd call them back if and when you wanted to. Now we walk around with the phone, people can interrupt us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Some people even leave their phones on at night when they're sleeping. That is just insane to me. Just a, a meta strategy here, just a side thing. Airplane mode is for pros. Use it as often as possible. You're not gonna miss anything. Life will go on. Life went on just fine before we ever had technology that could get a hold of us 24 seven. The idea of the emergency very rarely, if ever happens, you have to choose for yourself. I'm gonna have a, a longer piece about this and go really into depth. So I'm just gonna kind of fire off some of the th ways to do this that come from this article. And then I'm gonna get to the daily six and then let you go. So cultivate, no, that's number one. You gotta get in the habit of saying no. And that's not just no to when people ask you for things or events you could go to or whatever. You have to say no to things that you don't really want to do that come up. Maybe they're insidious and they just, it seems like it's not gonna be a big deal. It's not gonna take a lot of time or it's a task that you're gonna do that seems easy and you should do it. Or it's a meeting or a video you should watch or a podcast you should listen to or a book you should read. We need to get better at saying no. There's so much information coming at us and so much of that pulls us away from the deep, meaningful things in our lives. The more you say yes to, the more you let into your life, the more cost and energy you spend even if it means to just kind of ignore it or to have it as a nagging thing in your mind, like a nagging to do, you're much better off saying no, add it to your do not do list, delete it completely, than have it on your maybe later list or an idea list or whatever. Getting ruthless about saying no about what you let in your life is the foundation of how you build a deep, meaningful life. Number two is do one thing at a time. You can look into mindfulness, meditation, Buddha, Buddhism, all these things. It's basically about the idea that if you're in the past, you're suffering. If you're in the future, you're, su you're suffering. If you're in the now, you're in basically nirvana, you're in bliss. Now, aside from a few situations where you be in the now and you're, you're struggling with real pain or whatever, this is a good way to think about life. Most of us spend time worrying about the future and obsessing over the past. This is just like a default human state from living in a modern world. Our ancestors didn't really do this. They were mostly in the now, immediate reward, like where's our food? Where's our sex? What's going on now? Let's be in the now to be as safe as we can because there's dangers lurking. In the modern world though, we have this relative safety and it lets our mind wander onto other things. And we have nagging things like bills and things and all these unknowns about the economy. And there's just a lot of things that we fill our head with that are in the future or that are things that we're stuck on from the past. Both are forms of suffering. Get to the now and drop that as much as possible. There's a lot of ways to do this. It's well beyond the scope of today's show, but some recommendations are definitely look into mindfulness, definitely have a good productivity and getting things done system and a calendar system. When you have things to do, you just put it into your calendar or into your GTD to come back later and then you forget about it. That's very important. And then read up on stoicism and understand that the only way you can control anything is how you respond to it. So worrying about the future is stupid. It doesn't do anything. And obsessing over the past is even stupider because you absolutely can't change the past. So you have to accept it and you have to mitigate it and do things that you can now so that you don't have to suffer. 
Number three is turn off your freaking notifications. Like we just saw, I need to turn off my notifications. When I was recording, it just kind of slipped my mind. Generally, I'm in airplane mode. I don't have any notifications that pop up on my phone. And generally, my text message notifications are off. You need to do this for everything. The idea that notifications can ping us and interrupt our flow, our life, our moment is the most insidious thing about tech that's infiltrated our lives. And it's a very telling example of how just blindly letting other things shape our behavior is very dangerous. I would say notifications are the new smoking. Turn off your notifications and then build routines around when you check things, eliminate email, hit the spam button, just get as much crap out of your life as possible. Stop letting other people or other things dictate your mental state and how you spend your time. As you do all this, you start getting into the less is more mindset. You want to go deeper into things that are meaningful to you and spend less time on shallow things that are just basically distractions. The more you spend in the shallow state and bouncing around from this to that, what's new, grass is greener, shiny object, the more you pull energy away from the deep, meaningful things in your life. So if you're spending time with your family and you're scrolling on social media, you're not actually spending time with your family or you're in just your toes in just a little bit. That's what you want to eliminate. You want to do one thing at a time. You want to do deeper, more meaningful things. And that's how you're going to build an amazing life. You cannot build an amazing life by constantly task switching your attention and going back and forth and letting things pull your attention away. It's impossible. And then finally, number five, this coincides with everything we're talking about. It's the 80-20 rule, which states that 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts or time spent. So that means that 80% of your life enjoyment comes from about 20% of the things you do. Your goal then is to always spend as much time in the 20% as possible because that's where your results come from. This can apply to relationships, to skills, to business, to making money, to how you spend your money. Literally, it's everything. It's a power law. So when you do things that are very impactful, very meaningful, that is always that 20% bucket that generates 80% of the results. So constantly, constantly use things like no and deepness to make sure you're spending time on the things that matter and you're going to get more life fulfillment, you're going to get more results, and you're going to get more done in less time. It really is amazing when you adopt this framework for operating your life uh, and your work and your philosophy and how you think. It's a complete game changer. So to sum all this up, focus is the foundation of a meaningful life. You cannot have a good life if you don't know how to focus and you don't know how to be in the moment. And so focus in, in the moment, they're very directly intertwined. There are different examples and strategies and tools and tips and, and different things for each. And they can kind of have their own definitions. But if you really boil it down to the basics, it's what are you focusing on right now? You know, they're, they're pretty much synonymous. Actually, the more I think about it, I feel like they're exactly the same thing. Avoid back and forth. Avoid going from this to that. Avoid grass is greener. Avoid shiny object syndrome. Avoid those dopamine spikes of what's new on social media and this and that and whatever. Live a deep life. Curate and cultivate what you let into your life and make decisions for yourself about how you're going to spend your time and your focus because how you spend your focus is how you spend your time and how you spend your time is how you spend your focus or it should be. That's it for today. Let's get to the daily six and then I'm gonna let you go. So daily tip recommendation we kind of covered in the big idea for today, but it's say no more often. And not just to people that are asking you for things, but also apps, emails, newsletters, YouTube, the different feeds that all kind of say, watch me, look me, read at me, scroll me, like me. You want to become very, very, very aggressive with what you let into your feeds and into your life. Daily book recommendation that is germane to today's topic, Essentialism by Greg McEwen. That's a good book. I should probably reread that. Daily health tip. I bought a $250 treadmill from Amazon and I walk on it while reading in my garage. You could also do this for a standing desk. It's super cheap. It's awesome. And it's 
Just do it. Daily cooking tip. Get a delicate flake salt, like wild kosher flake salt, which is what we use. You can use code WILDC over 12% of your entire order over at wildfoods.co. And then keep that on your table for finishing your meals. Generally, I do a few sprinkles on almost every dish, just from the top, a couple feet up, try to cover everything. You get some flavor, you get a little bit of crunch, and most of the time people are under-seasoning their food anyways, so you're probably not going to over-season your food. Always finish your meals from the top with a little bit of flake salt. Daily thoughts about money. Chase fulfillment, not money, and you'll end up getting the money and the fulfillment. (laughs) That's kind of crazy how that is. Chase money, and then you'll slowly erode fulfillment and you'll miss it. In a lot of cases, you won't even get the money. Like you're just chasing the wrong things or you'll get it money and it'll be short-lived. You know, get rich quick scheme or whatever. It never lasts. It's never sustainable. You're always trying to find what's the next thing. That's it for today's show. Like, subscribe, but more importantly, take action with something that caught your attention here today. What can you eliminate from your life? What can you focus on? How can you be more in the now? Maybe you should get a mindfulness app, meditation app. Maybe you can start journaling, gratitude practice. Maybe you can use airplane mode like a boss, which you should, everybody should. Find strategies, make a list, take some action, and then get better, so I'll see you in the next one. Hey, hey, Colin here. Before I let you go, make sure you go over to colin.coach to hop on the AM5 newsletter so you can get a list of all the shows as well as some of my best content from the week before. You can go to colin.coach to get that now. If you'd like to support the show, you can go over to patreon.com slash Colin Stuckard and you can see some of the membership options, a small monthly donation to help support the work here and join me in my quest to build better humans using big ideas as well as promoting health through the Ancestral Mind podcast. I appreciate the support and if you have any questions or comments, you can send me an email directly to Colin at wildfoods.co. This show is also sponsored by Wild Foods Co. Real foods, superfood ingredients from small producers around the world. These are the products I use and trust on a daily basis. You can use code WILDCEO for 12% off your entire order over at wildfoods.co.